0: Hey friends, welcome back to the Healthy Balance Mama podcast. I'm Kristen Dovniak, holistic health coach and certified intuitive eating counselor. And if you've been working on your healthy living journey for a while, you might be wondering how to determine if you should make changes to what you're doing, or even if you should. Should you keep doing what you're doing? Is something starting to feel a little bit off? How do you know if you should make changes? Maybe you've been working on intuitive eating for a while and you're not sure whether or not to include more gentle nutrition, or maybe something came up in your life or your health and you're interested in exploring some positive health changes. Friend, first of all, that is 100% okay. There's a misconception in the intuitive eating world that making changes to our health or the way we're eating is somewhat unintuitive. But the truth is, as long as we're making changes from a place of mindfulness, from a place of intuition, there's nothing wrong with recognizing we need to make some changes. And in fact, this is an example of serving our bodies well and recognizing that something's off. And rather than ignoring, exploring some solid changes that could improve our health our well-being, and our quality of life. So today I want to talk about how you can tell if you need to make changes and how you might begin gently making changes towards a more positive health and relationship with food. Living a healthy, balanced life as a mom can sometimes feel impossible. With tiny mouths to feed, butts to wipe, and so many things vying for our attention, it can be easy to feel like we're in an on-again, off-again relationship with healthy living. But it doesn't have to feel this way. I believe every mom is a super mom, and you deserve to feel like one too, and you don't have to go on another diet to do it. Join me, Kristen Dovniak, holistic nutritionist and certified intuitive eating counselor for conversations on what it means to live a healthy, balanced life. I want to help you uncomplicate eating, improve your relationship with food, and live like the supermama I know you are. So here's an example of how this might play out. You've been working on your relationship with food and eating intuitively for a few months now. You start to notice that sometimes when you eat, your stomach is bloated and distended for long periods of time after. It's not just uncomfortable to look at, it feels uncomfortable. But you're nervous about making any changes. After all, shouldn't my body just be doing its thing if I'm eating intuitively? The answer to that question is yes, and this is part of eating intuitively, but sometimes part of intuitive eating is recognizing the need for shifts in our food or our lifestyle and moving forward with those changes. For this example, I'd ask you a couple things if I was working with you as your intuitive eating counselor. Number one, do you have a history of digestive issues? Is this common for you? Number two, what has changed in your life since that bloating started to happen? Have you had changes in your job or life stress, noticeable hormonal shifts, changes in your sleep? Anything that's been a change? Write it down, make a list. Number three, have there been any distinct changes in your eating habits other than eating more intuitively? Are there certain foods you entirely eliminated prior to eating intuitively you've included more lately? And number four, Do you notice any patterns to the bloating? Is it after certain meals, during certain times of the day? Notice that many of these questions have little to do with the food. It's really important to explore every area of our health rather than jumping in to making drastic changes to our eating habits. Many holistic protocols would immediately tell you to eliminate the big offenders for gut distension like gluten and dairy, but I'd argue that's not holistic at all. Holistic, the style of nutrition that I practice, implies the whole being. Beyond just the food, because our nutrition is so much more than just the food we eat. Gluten and dairy might be triggers, but it's important to explore every factor that could contribute to whatever you're experiencing and approach it with a 360-degree view to determine first what the potential root cause of your issues are, and then potential shifts both in and outside of the food you're eating. If this was you, after exploring all of those questions and determining you've had a little bit more stress in your life lately, we'd practice more mindfulness and breathing around meals. I might also offer the option of adding in some supplemental support to manage symptoms and provide comfort, and if stress isn't the main factor, perhaps some light food journaling to determine patterns. Once we have an idea of patterns and potential triggers, if needed, then we can explore removing triggers. This would be a situation I would always recommend working with a practitioner on, as going at it alone can be really difficult, both in your mindset, especially without support, and nutritionally, because you need to know you're honoring your body well, while you're making changes. So here's an important thing I want to point out. Just because you make changes now doesn't mean they need to last forever. So if you do notice there are food triggers, that's okay. You can eliminate things or cut back on things while working with a trained practitioner in an intuitive way, making sure that you're doing this not just to restrict yourself or just to cut things out, but because there's truly something going on and someone else has verified that. These things don't need to last forever. Oftentimes, they're just to give your body a little bit of a break and allow your body to do the healing that your body can do. Our bodies are incredibly powerful. And sometimes the triggers that are happening are just a signal from your body that your body needs a little bit of rest from these things and you'll be able to bring them back once your body's had that rest and had that time to refresh. So you are... Allowed to make changes to your lifestyle or your food choices as an intuitive eater. You're allowed to change your mind around what intuitive eating looks like for you in this season. You are allowed to pursue health without extremes. You are allowed to bring on professional support when needed. You are allowed to try new things to determine what feels good and what doesn't. You are allowed to ditch anything that doesn't. You are allowed to take things out when appropriate in order to heal. You're also allowed to add things back when you're ready. Nothing is set in stone. Sometimes we need support and to make changes for a while to heal and bring our body back into balance. This isn't a death sentence to food. In fact, if you are working with a balanced practitioner, their goal should be that you won't need them or the protocol anymore one day in the near future and you can enjoy as much freedom with food as possible while still staying well. Food freedom includes feeling well. And just as a side note, just because you have food constraints doesn't mean you can't find freedom in that. Remember, it's not the food you eat that matters the most in this journey. It's your mindset around it. So all that being said, how do you know if you need to make changes? And how do you go about exploring making changes while still maintaining an intuitive path? There are five health indicators to look at when determining if how you're eating isn't working and you might need to make changes to your eating or otherwise. These five health indicators are, number one, energy, number two, focus, number three, mood, number four, digestion, and number five, hormones. I'll go over each one briefly and just note that this isn't a protocol for you to follow. These are questions to ask in determining if it might be something to explore further. So number one, energy. How are your energy levels throughout the day? Are you noticing steep spikes and drops? Are you feeling fatigued throughout the day? Or do you suddenly feel like you're moving through molasses at 3 p.m.? Do you feel tired but wired at night, unable to sleep even though you're exhausted? How are you feeling around workouts? All of these can be indicators of something more immediate going on, like imbalanced blood sugar or underlying, like a hormonal imbalance. Number two, focus. How are you feeling in terms of focus and brain power? Have you felt consistently brain foggy or are you feeling sharp? Are there certain meals you notice brain fog after? And how long does this last? Do you feel an overall lack of focus, like you're kind of in a cloud? Today is the day. The doors to the Supermama Society, my online group coaching membership, are open now. The Supermama Society only opens a couple times a year. And what the Supermama Society is is an online community that gives you the benefits of one-on-one coaching in a group format, with monthly masterclasses, live Q and A's, plus extras like weekly audio lessons, exclusive recipes, eBooks, including my Simplified Nutrition Foundations eBook and so much more this is the place to grow in your journey to living your healthiest happiest most balanced life without deprivation this is the support you need to learn how to simplify nutrition stress less about food and enjoy living a life of freedom while still feeling your absolute very best in this unit of the Super Mama Society, we're talking all about simplified nutrition. We will talk deeper into the three pillars of simplified nutrition. We'll talk about the science of hunger and how to stop feeling hungry all day long. We'll talk about the benefits of eating more real foods and how to incorporate more real foods into your life without deprivation. We'll talk about intuitive meal planning and meal prep and how to make simplified nutrition work in your life. We'll talk about what to do when you feel like you need to make changes, if your digestion's wonky, if you have symptoms coming up and how to do this in an intuitive way where you're not feeling restricted, but you're feeling aligned with your authentic health and your values and what ultimately feels the best for you and your family. I know you want in and I want you there Two, The Supermama Society membership is available for monthly, six-month, or yearly membership. So whatever works for you and your budget, just head to supermamasociety.com to join. Number three, mood. Have you noticed any shifts in your mood, either up or down? Do you notice mood shifts throughout the day or throughout the month? Note that some level of mood shift around the start of our cycle is normal, but drastic shifts could indicate an imbalance. Number four, digestion. How does your gut feel before and after meals? Are you experiencing bloating, distension, indigestion, acid reflux, constipation, diarrhea, gassiness, burping, or all of the above? Any of these, whether they're frequent or just outside of the norm for you, is a cause to look deeper. The gut is the root of many health conditions. And lastly, hormones. Just saying hormones really oversimplifies this complex system of chemical messengers, which manage not just our re- reproductive system, like many of us think, but metabolism, stress response, and so much more. But a few indicators that your hormones are off or imbalanced are missed periods, extreme PMS, severe changes in energy level throughout the day, cold hands and feet hot flashes or night sweats, vaginal dryness, lack of libido, cystic or frequent acne, extreme thirst, bloating, headaches, puffy face, or thinning hair. And I just want to take a quick note that by sharing these different symptoms and these different issues that might be going on in your body, it doesn't mean that there's anything automatically wrong with you. It doesn't mean that you all of a sudden need to start freaking out and feeling like there's something that needs to drastically change. These are just signs that something could be going on, okay? There are other things that are symptoms of underlying issues like skin problems and things like that, but These are the main five and any of these in and of themselves might be normal for you. If it feels out of the norm for you that would be a reason to explore this further but there's no need to panic okay. It's also important to note here that shifts in weight are not an adequate reason for concern. Now drastic shifts in a very short amount of time, that would definitely be something to look into. But remember that in the process of finding your balance, small shifts in weight are normal until you find your natural weight. So if there are drastic shifts in a short period of time, less than 60 days, and a full pant size or more, and that's the size before fit that fit you comfortably, not the you know pants that were super tight and you're like, oh, all of a sudden they don't fit. This is just a symptom of something greater that might be going on. But remember that it's just an outcome and we need to look at what's underlying and not fixate on the symptom, in this case being weight, okay? Any of the symptoms don't need to be fixated on. They're just signals that something might be out of balance. So if you do decide to make changes, how do you do so while also maintaining an intuitive path? First and foremost, if you can work with a practitioner who's well versed in intuitive eating, that's your absolute best option. Remember, your goal is gentleness with your body, not extremes. And it is all too easy if you've been someone who's been wrapped up in the diet mentality for so long to turn nutrition changes into a set of rules. Mindset matters. So here's a couple tips. Number one, having a mindset of this is for now. Remember, we are constantly evolving humans. Our needs change. These are your needs now, and they'll likely change in the future. It's okay to make changes knowing they might change too. You are serving your body well now. And number two, avoid extreme thinking. It can be really easy to switch into an extreme mindset, especially when you're in pain, But I want to encourage you to avoid this because this is what can spiral us back into a life felt dominated by rules and restrictions. So a couple ways you can avoid this are avoiding extreme language. So avoiding things like saying, I only, I only eat this. Or I never, I never eat this. I can't, I can't do this or eat this. Or I simply don't eat or I do eat, right? Because we are constantly Changing. So avoid that extreme language. So shift this to I am choosing not to. This will help you to maintain the freedom and the self care mindset around making choices that serve you. You are choosing not to, or you are choosing to. This is coming from a place of freedom, not a place of restriction. As soon as the choices you're making turn into a rule, that's the point where some mindset shifts really need to happen. So remind yourself of your why. If at any point your actions don't align with your why, why are you doing this? Is it to feel better, to show up better for your family? Or is it because you really hope to lose those last five pounds and you're so sure there's this crazy imbalance and you need to cut out, you know, all of these things in order to do that? Get back in touch with your why, and make sure it is true and it aligns with what you value and your journey up until this point and what you truly want from your life. If your actions don't align with your why, this is a really good indicator that another change can happen. For example, if you've made changes and haven't been bloated for weeks, what can you slowly add back in to increase the variety of foods you're eating? obviously, while still maintaining any lifestyle changes you've made as well. Remember, it's not just about the food. So I hope through all of this, you've learned a few things and will carry these things forward in your journey of perhaps making shifts to your health in order to feel like the best version of you. Number one, it is okay to make changes for your health or otherwise. Number two, it's also okay if these changes aren't forever. The hope is that they aren't. We are constantly evolving humans and our job is simply to lean in to what our body needs now. Number three, mindset matters. Avoid extreme thinking and approaching changes with a self-care over a self-control mentality. And lastly, number four, work with an intuitive eating informed practitioner if at all possible if you're struggling with any of the five indicators of health. This can be so helpful in maintaining a positive mindset and a balanced approach to creating change. Friends, as someone who has struggled for many years with chronic health conditions, including irritable bowel syndrome and PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome, I've also dealt with some adrenal issues and chronic fatigue. I have run the gamut of all of these different shifts and changes in my body and Both lifestyle and food changes have been a big part of healing in many different ways for me in my life, and I know that it has definitely complicated my intuitive eating journey in a lot of ways, but it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to be either or. It doesn't have to be your health and feeling well or intuitive eating. It is intuitive to recognize that something is not right in your health, and it's okay to make those changes. I want to encourage you in that. Knowing that there's a lot of people out there that will tell you that you're fine and it's all in your head and it's okay if it's not all in your head. It's okay to make the changes, but I want you to do it from a mindset of positivity and balance and do it in a way where you are leaning in to your intuition. You are finding freedom in the changes you make because you are free to feel good and to feel like the very best version of you. Thank you, friends, so much for listening. If you feel like you're going through any of these struggles and you want to reach out, I am always available for a free 45-minute discovery call. You can go to the link in the show notes or just head to healthymamachris.com slash coaching. They're always 100% free. We'll get on the phone, chat for 45 minutes about whatever you're going through. I can give you some quick advice and we can talk about how to help you start working through it because no one should feel like they are suffering alone. No one should feel like these things shouldn't be happening to them because they are eating intuitively. I know that I felt like that in the past and you truly, truly do not need to feel like that. I want you to live and feel like the very best version of yourself. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy Balance Mama podcast. If you loved it, would you take a screenshot and share it with a friend over on Instagram and tag me in it? It helps me so much to know what you love and are taking away from each episode. If you really loved it, would you hop over to iTunes and give me a star rating and review? Every rating and review helps this podcast be seen and heard by more women who need to hear the message of balance and wellness without deprivation. It's the best free gift you could give me.